live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. قلب سليم. Sound heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Colburn Salim on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and it's that part of the show Where Is My Heart and today we are going to be looking at how to make the most of the last 10 days and joining me now in studio is of course mentees of the Light Upon Light Women's Foundation they're part of the Youth Mentorship Program and we have Sister Leila Misbah and Sister Rehana Mahdi Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh well, Rehana, this is my first time meeting you, but Leila, of course, last year Ramadan, you got everybody all excited, so we're very, very excited to be hearing from both of you, Alhamdulillah. So, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, sister. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana, Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa zidna ilma. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabit qulubana ala dinik. So today, inshallah, we'll be speaking about um, making the most of the last 10 days and just uh, Ramadan now before, okay, tomorrow the last 10 days starts. But, you know, making the most of Ramadan and the last 10 days specifically. So I wanted to mention the importance and significance of the last 10 days which is um, like i'tikaf time and everything. And many people also don't know that females can also make i'tikaf. And what I understand about i'tikaf, and I've, I've done it a few times mm. since I was a little bit younger, is that it's seclusion and it's just for the 10 days and you don't have to do the full 10 days as a female because the men, they do it. Uh, and um, some of, his, of the Prophet Sallallahu wives also used to do it. And um, you know, based on my experience doing it before, it's very nice because uh, I remember how they say that when the Prophet ﷺ first received revelation, he he used to go um, to the cave and he used to um, he used to yearn for that seclusion. And there was a time now recently where I yearned to be alone, but it wasn't the depression kind of wanting to be alone. It's the it's the kind where you just you need to be alone and you need to. And also when you want to speak to someone special like Allah, you you want that time alone and Allah is providing us with this time now, a special time in Ramadan called Iratikaf and it's the last 10 days and it's such a special time because um, because of Allah's name Al-Arfu and how it's very important we all hear the dua during Ramadan and especially especially in the last the last 10, 10 days and it's the dua that the Prophet ﷺ told Aisha anha to recite during the last 10 days and the dua is Allahumma inna ka'afuun kareemun tuhibbul afwa fa'afu'anna and it's my favorite because the end of the dua Allah says tuhibbul afwa fa'afu'anna Allah you you love tuhibbu you love to pardon so please pardon us and his name al-afu means um, the pardoner and pardoning is very different from from ghafur it's very different from forgiveness and asking Allah to forgive you when you do something wrong you don't want someone just to forgive you you want them to wipe it out completely and Allah Allah's name Allahu is so special to me because when you do something wrong especially when you're wronging yourself as a teenager or when you you just mess up so badly and you feel like there's no way out for you and you just make all that mistakes and you just need someone to 
do we raise your past like something like that and we yearn for something like that and here Allah presents to us Al-Afu, he presents to us his name the pardoner and if you my mom always gives this example is if you took a koki and you wrote on a whiteboard marker and that that's a stain now that's a, a small stain that you made on the whiteboard and so if you can imagine taking the duster and wiping that stain off the whiteboard that's what Al-Afu is it's if there was a mark on your heart, like that sin stained your heart, and Allah took the duster, like the whiteboard, and He just wiped it away. And, and they, I've heard before the scholars mention that Subhanallah, Al Arfu is is when Allah He He wipes away your deeds to the extent that the angel who wrote it down doesn't remember writing it down. Subhanallah, and we all yearn for that. May Allah grant us His pardon in these last ten days of Ramadan. Amen. Uh, there is anything you'd like to add, Rehana? I just like on Leila's mentioning of Allah having like taking our sins and erasing it. It's not you know you get different types of erasers. You get the eraser where you erase it and you still see the pencil because the pencil is so dark. Yes. In the same way, we have different levels of sins. So we have our minor sins and we have our major sins. And Subhanallah, like if you if we have if we are to think of Allah's eraser now, He erases our sins. It's it's the best quality eraser ever. Like you you will you will be in doubt of whether it was actually there or not. And Allah yeah. Subhanahu wa Taala says that you know that Allah is to be slave what what He thinks of Him. So Allah is to you what you think of Him. So you, if you are going to you know go through your Ramadan and you're like, oh, I didn't do enough of Allah. Allah is not going to forgive me because I didn't make the most of my Ramadan. You're mistaken because Allah says that, you know, if you're just and you think to yourself, you know what, Allah, like, I haven't been doing a good or more good in the in the past 20 days and I want to do more now in the last 10 days and may this last 10 days be a means of you forgiving me forgiving me even more, forgiving even more of my sins, um, and then Allah will forgive more of your sins, Amen. like I mean we Amen. could we could come out of Ramadan like a newborn baby in terms of our sins, subhanAllah subhanAllah and indeed we all need that forgiveness I think we're going to break now um, oh okay we've got about a minute left but inshallah um, so you are with the Light Upon Light Women's Foundation and you were saying that you're part of a youth mentorship um, program. And so this is part of the, the program? Yes, it is. Yes, um, we, we're being trained to do public speaking and things like that. Yes. Has it been exciting, Rehana? It has been, definitely. And I think also like in terms of spending your time and things, community work, that's definitely, it's, it's a way of getting closer to Allah because you're serving the community. Especially at our age. Yes, especially. And even in the last 10 days, if it is that, you know, there's iftars for the less fortunate and you're attending, it's, it's a form of worship. I mean, you're serving the community. And if I'm not mistaken, Allah says that one of the best kind of mankind is the one who serves his community. Indeed, wise, wise, beautiful ladies in studio with me. Welcome to the last segment of Colburn Salim on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. MashaAllah, and in studio with me still is Sister Leila Misbah and Sister Rehana Mahdi. And they're speaking to us how to make the most of the last 10 days. So MashaAllah, uh, sisters, um, Rehana, you starting on the segment. Okay, bismillah. Leila was talking a bit about... But she was basically talking about the last ten days at Alhamdulillah. And I think in like if you if we think about the last ten days, there's one thing that stands out. Like I'm not sure if you guys want to guess, there's one thing in the last ten days that everybody thinks of. Yes, definitely. So I think Some like, people are going Eid. <laughs> No, but that's all. Okay, yes, that's the, the ending of Ramadan. But in the last ten days, Layatul got it, and it was very hard for us 
to actually come today and not talk about Day Out Garden. But we are going to speak about it next week, Wednesday, inshallah. So inshallah. for listeners, you need to tune in the same time. I think it's called the past three next week, Wednesday. We'll be talking more specifically about Day Out Garden, alhamdulillah. But just more about the last 10 days in general. So... I think um, I heard that Aisha Anna said that there was three things that the Prophet increased in in the last three day, in the last ten days. Sorry, um, and the, the first thing is that he would buckle down. So if you ask yourself what this means, it's more like he's settling down. So now things are getting serious. Like it's the last ten days. It's crunch time now. Like you know when you have an exam and they tell you months before the time that you know you're gonna write on the 14th of June. I actually wrote today, and I'm very bad. But like you know it's crunch time. So the last few nights before your exam, you sit with your books all night and you prepare for the test, even though you knew months ago that you were gonna write it. And it's exactly the same with Ramadan and Hamdan. The last ten days. It's that in this last ten days, now we have to do even more, even more preparation, you know, for us to getting closer to Allah, for Allah to asking for Allah's forgiveness and for um, emancipation from the fire, inshallah. So now it's like this is now we need to get serious. Then the second thing that the Prophet wasallam used to do is that he used to stay awake the entire night in Ibadah. So for every 10 days. And I think this is very important for us to take note of because a lot of the times we think that, you know, Laylatul Qadr is on the 27th night of Ramadan. But in actual fact, um, it can be on any night, but you more specifically, it, yeah. yes, more specifically on on the odd nights. So we need to search for it. So we need to prepare every night. So you would stay awake the entire night in Ibadah, and you would make salah. And then the third thing this brings us to the third thing that the Prophet used to do it's that he used to wake up his family. So a lot of the times we think. You know, family time is important. And I mean, what better to, what better way to spend your family time and your quality time worshipping Allah? SubhanAllah. I think recently, last week, Wednesday, no, not last week, Wednesday, last week, Friday, um, I attended a Qiyamul with a few of my friends. Um, and when I got home, I sat in my bed and I was thinking to myself, like, how blessed I am that Allah has granted me friends who only take me closer to Him, Alhamdulillah. And it's the best quality time ever. Um, and it happened to be one of my friends' birthday the Saturday morning. And I actually told my mom that, you know, it's the, the first few hours of her birthday we're spending with her, um, worshipping Allah and in Ibadah. And it was like the best, like, I don't know, like I felt like that's the best present I could ever give anybody. Like, I don't know how she felt, SubhanAllah. And that's... That's exactly what we need to do. We need to spend quality time with our family. We need to spend quality time with Allah specifically. So we need to make to add to Allah. And I think, like, as a, as a female, a lot of the times we think that once we have our, our monthly cycle, we can't do anything. And that we void of this closeness, gaining closeness to Allah. And I think, like, we just need to realize that it's not only salah, that's ibadah. Like we can be making dua and Allah can forgive us via dua. We can do community work and Allah can, you know, use that that good deeds as a means of our entrance into Jannah, inshallah. Mm-hmm. There's so many things we can do, even just listening to an Islamic lecture and learning something new and implement, implementing it in our lives. That becomes a good thing. So there's many ways to spend this last 10 days, but what we need to realize is that we obviously need to increase in what we were doing. Whatever we were doing in the 20 days, we need to increase more. And if it is that we feel that in the past 20 days we haven't been doing much, we haven't been reciting a lot of Quran, now is the time. Now is the time to recite more Quran, to increase it. And it, it, you know, it's the same as a race. 
So you, once you see the finish line, now you want to increase your speed and you're going to go full force towards that finishing line. In the same way that now that, that we can see or we can feel the end of Ramadan, we need to increase in our good deeds and we need to repent for, for not making the most of the, of the first 20 days and make it up in the last 10 days. Inshallah. And yourself, would you like to add on to that? Yes, yes, I actually have some tips for the last 10 days, inshallah. Um, I have this Muslim organizer that our foundation actually produced. It's, uh, it's called the Muslim organizer, and I'm looking at my old one now, actually, and in there, there's tips for the last 10 days, and I'm actually reading from there now. It's really cool, because it's like a diary, and I get to carry it around with me. And they give you like a section for your master do our list and everything. That sounds so cool. So what is that? Oh yeah, it's this year. I can show you afterwards. We have a new one that came out now. So we're taking orders for that. And it's really cool because... A Muslima organizer. Yes, it's like a diary. Is it only for Ramadan or... No, or? it runs from Ramadan to Ramadan, yeah. Oh, so okay. every so new Ramadan, a new one will come out. So is this a Light Upon Light Women's Foundation initiative? Yes, it is. Okay, yes, it mashallah, is. that's excellent. And the theme of our new one is about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So, so take about 30 good. seconds. Just tell us what exactly we'd find in the okay. diary. So the previous one that I'm looking at now, uh, it expires now at the end of this Ramadan, and the theme is about female companions and about females generally. So we have like write-ups. In the beginning of every month, and in there they'll tell you about about Aisha Rodilan or Fatima Rodilan or something. Oh, that is so cool. And then our new one has um, the theme is about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So they'll speak about uh, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the trader, and they'll speak about his face, and they'll speak about his tears, his crying. They'll speak about his sweat, about his laughter. It's so beautiful because it's like your personal book, and if you feel down and you just want to open your diary and read something about him it's very nice and then when it when you get to the ramadan part it's even more amazing because they give you tips for ramadan they give you sections to plan out your ibadah plan your neighbor plan your family plan your eating plan all the plans and allah loves those who, who plan and when they say that we plan and allah plans but um, Allah is, I mean, we plan and they plan and Allah is the best of planners. And you, if you're not going to put a plan in place for yourself, then shaitan is going to plan for you. Even though shaitan isn't here, you still have some of the traces of all the sins you did in, mm. in the 11 months. And Ramadan... There's still chaos happening around. <laughs> definitely. Even in, inside, inside of us, there's a storm Indeed. going on. And we want Allah to settle that storm in, uh, inside our hearts. And may Allah allow this i'tikaf and this um, lasting days of Ramadan to... To just make us better and to heal us and to make us make us people that he's pleasing with may may, Amen, may allow us to to be more obedient to him i mean subhanallah Amen. that's all all we want from allah and uh, in in this the steps for the last 10 days i'm going to give you five tips inshallah the first one is renewing your intention and the second one is research the virtues of laylatul qadr there's a nice um clip by sheikh Umar Suleiman and he, he speaks about the virtues of Laylatul Qadr. It's very, very, very nice. I watched it like five times last year. And okay, then, so we can need to get onto YouTube and yes, watch. Inshallah. Um, inshallah. He's actually a friend of Numan Ali Khan, so it's on Baina, Baina okay. TV. Yes. And then the, the third tip is re- renew your, your outer appearance. Like, you know, if you've been going to the masjid with your shabby salah clothes, why don't we like change it up with something that makes you feel good? And makes you feel special during these last ten nights. You don't have to put on your bling, but just be like decent and going to Allah with like this presence of Allah. I'm coming to you. I want to smell nice. I want my teeth to be brushed. Get a miswak or something like nice. 
and you'll be amazed how your outer appearance has an impact on your inner state even the colors you wear especially for girls even for guys i don't think you'll get like a yellow kofia or something but like even wearing like a yellow <laughs> scarf or like brighten it brightens you up like yes. color therapy and aromatherapy and it's just very nice i've tried it so guys take my word for it inshallah and keep reminding you the the fifth the the fourth the fourth tip is to keep reminding yourself of death that you know Allah can take us any time and if you want Allah to take you in a good state if you want Allah to take you in sujood you have to be in sujood for Allah to find you there and for Malikul Mot to take you there you have to you have to put yourself in good spaces so that Allah can take you in that good space you don't want Allah to take you when you are wronging yourself or when you're sinning or when you're shouting at your mommy or when you're angry or when you're doing wrong or something I honestly don't I think don't many of us think about how we would want Allah to take us that's oh, a reality Mm-hmm. And especially for us, as I, I personally feel that you know, when I make a mistake, you you feel like there's no hope for you. And and Subhanallah, I think Allah chose the right theme this year for the te- the Ramadan. I, I, I go to Gatesville for for Tarawih, and your Mufti Mink is just Allah's using him to to make us to make us have hope here in Cape Town. And the the theme of his of his talk is save yourselves. And um, my favorite verse, one of my favorite verses in Quran in Surah Zumar. Is don't ever lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Um, and Allah will forgive all your sins. And and, and Mufti Min keeps telling us, He says it in English sometimes and he'll tell us like don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. And like you know, like no, Can I tell you something? I'm sure that Allah is using you right now and I'm sure that there are many that are tuned in that actually just needed to hear oh. that right now. I I need to hear it and, and you know the the message is always for ourselves first and may Allah May Allah purify our intentions when we give over to each other and even just even just when we give to Allah, we want to give Allah our best. And one of my teachers said when I was at school, he said that how can you ask Allah to accept from you if you haven't given him much? You want to give him your best and like like disconnecting from social media. It isn't real. It's not your real life. Like try to be real with Allah. Go to him with your realness, your rawness. Tell him, Allah, Allah, I've done so much, so much wrong. Allah, I just want you to forgive me. And you feel like you 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 feel ashamed with yourself. But Who's going to forgive you if Allah doesn't forgive you? And and only Allah can forgive you and He doesn't want you. And and, and you know, subhanAllah, m- my favorite part about, about sinning is not that I, I enjoy sinning, I still feel Allah, but my favorite part about returning to Allah is that when you deem your sin significant, like, like it's such a big thing, Allah deems that sin insignificant. And when you deem your sin insignificant, Allah takes it as a big deal. So we must always, we must always feel like we've wronged. Allah when we're doing sins and the regret will help you to earn Allah's forgiveness and don't just ask Allah to forgive you once ask him ask him with your heart ask him because we can't we can't leave Ramadan without without attaining Allah's forgiveness subhanallah Subhanallah. absolutely absolutely wise was it there anything you wanted to add Rehana I definitely think like like in terms of what Leila was saying like we mustn't lose hope in Allah and I think that um, even sometimes when you're unable to go to Iktikaf or you have your head and you can't do the ibadah that you want to do, we need to remember that there's little things in the day that we can turn into ibadah, like normal things, like maybe your, your morning jogs that you go on. Um, you know, you normally just go to be fit, but now you go on your jog and you want to be fit so that you can do even better the night for Tarawih. Not that we're running in the fast, but just an example. So like to become fit and healthy for Allah's sake so that you can serve Him better. That's a form eating of ibadah. Better, yeah. Yes, eating better. So 
so that you're healthier, so that you can live a longer life to serve his deen. It's all little things, little things that we do every day that we turn into ibadah. No, and I, I think, appreciate yes, it. Yes, like, and like a lot, um, there's the same that we, that we really like, that we need to work smart and not hard. So exactly the same with ibadah. We need to be smart about ibadah and not necessarily work hard. Well, on that note, we've got to be smart. Of course, we've had in studio Leila Misbah and Rehana Mali from the Light Upon Light Women's Foundation. They are part of the Youth Mentorship Program and mashallah, what wisdoms we've had in studio. Ladies, I need to say shukran so much and we look forward to you joining us next week. Totally awesome. So remember to tune in to Colwyn Salim between 2 and 4 p.m. Monday to Thursday with myself, Taslima Adi. But for everyone that is going to be traveling home soon, may it be safe and inshallah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us in his nur. May you have a beautiful iftar and remember to keep your palates wet with the remembrance of our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. From myself to Slima Ali, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Qalbun Saleem Sound Heart